podcast. Don't you have to be some sort of whiz kid to do those? Uh, definitely not. Anyone with a computer can make one. What's going on, everybody, and welcome to Blind Refs Podcast. We are back with another episode. My name is Tony. I'm here with Brian, Nick, Nate, and Isaac once again. Oh, camera's over here. Yeah, the camera's over there. This week, uh, today. So Isaac, you're like a foot and a half taller oh, than to- you're like a foot and a half oh, taller than Tony, you. and that's Tony's mic. So if you yeah, make it work, you got to figure out how to make. We have eleven minutes. Yeah, yeah, we got eleven minutes. Oh, uh, so yeah, this week we're definitely gonna cover. National Signing Day. We're going to probably encompass both National Signing Days, right? Because this one was a little uneventful for the most part. Well, we talked about I think we talked about yeah, the other yeah, one. Well, I know, but like uh, to round it off, like how the classes ended for the most part. Some teams don't take players. Yeah, we can. Recruiting. Like, yeah, a lot, of them wait for, a lot of them wait for the transfer. Like Texas okay. is waiting for the transfer. Well, players. I know a lot of people are holding a couple of uh, scholarships. Um I think I read that Texas State didn't recruit anybody this They're just waiting for the uh, the re- transfer. <laughs> they had a lot of – yeah. Um, Jake Spavital, their head coach, um, he says it's like a Tinder app where you can swipe right. <laughs> yeah, so he's going to want to come to Texas State. A bunch of unrecruited freaking transfers. <laughs> it's not the player swiping. Like you're not swiping for your so school. You're going to turn down a... – The coaches is the one swiping. Nope, yep. Okay, is Texas he just left and writing it? Yeah, you can just left and right it. And then hopefully something catches. They're not I mean, swiping. They're, they're literally like, come to us, please. They are swiping. I mean, right. to be fair, though, with all those people in the transfer portal, somebody's going to – I mean, they're going to – they could end up with a decent team of not recruiting at all. So – All right. Like, I mean, I guess we can talk about how our teams did. Like, Oregon yeah, yeah. obviously finished sixth. They started the day six, finished sixth. I think all of our teams – all of our teams didn't move. Yeah, they're, 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 well, I mean, there's still movement that can happen. And then, I know Baylor. Baylor moved from 44 to 43 in the back to 44. So, nice. consistent. We develop players. We do. We develop players. And then I know, like, I don't know how Tennessee still hang on at 16 though. Well, they were at eight. So yeah. Um, did one of their? I don't know. They had a couple guys that wanted out of their letters. I didn't know if they committed anywhere else or not. Um. So we just talk about yeah, like, we can talk about you want to talk about like or... the you can talk about Nebraska's uh, recruiting class slash yeah. transfer portal. Okay, our recruiting class, funny. Meh. What do you what do you like about it? What do you don't like about it? What do I like about it? Uh, we got a really good tight end who is an absolute animal, and if he lives up to any sort of the hype that he already has coming in, will be will be pretty good. Yeah. Um, what I don't like about it, we. Didn't really get um, any defensive game changers, I would say. Like a pass rusher, which we severely need. Like one that can change the game instead of develop for two to three years. Um, we got a quarterback who's a project. We got a decent running back. We got some good receivers, I would say. Tall receivers. Offensive right. linemen. Good. And they got that wide receiver in the transfer portal, which mm-hmm. I think only one year, but he'll – He'll be good. Yeah. He's Hopefully he can a, translate. Good um, pickup. But, yeah, defensively, we didn't really do much. We had a lot of projects, I think. Yeah. But <clears throat> fifth best class in the Big Ten? Is yeah, that right? that's where we've been the last three years, three or four years. 
Yeah. I Tony, think, what do you like? I like that they focused on locally. Like, you know, yeah, we still hit like 11 total states, but there was more kids from nearby, and we're st- but we're still hitting like places like Georgia and stuff like that. But I don't know. Is it like 12 people that are in like 500 mile radius, 12 or 13? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, we really hit Iowa real hard. I mean, Nebraska, we try to keep all those those local kids home, which is always good. Um, you know, anytime you can do that and then go into Iowa's backyard and steal, you know, a a four-star tight end like that's nice. It was kind of nice to see them being able to get the wind in hula 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 hula. Yeah. Something like that. You know, it's kind of cool to see that finally, you know, getting that going. Um, but otherwise like, I don't know. To me, it was kind of a gap filler year. It looks like, I mean, they're a pretty young team to begin with. Um, I think I think this year's class was less about risks and more about people that can build a foundation. Yeah, I, I think you saw that too. You know, I, I kind of talked to Brian about how, like, you know, with Nebraska and um, with all the players, like, you, you really look at Scott Frost's recruiting class. His first recruiting class, like, what, four players have stayed on the team since then? Five, six, maybe? Yeah. Something like that. I think there might be 11 or so. <clears throat> I don't know. It's not very many after, but he only put that together in like what, five weeks, that recruiting class. And so, and then, so really he's got, you know, the last two recruiting classes and this one. So that to me, this one's kind of, like you said, that, that building blocks, more of a less chance of these kids to pack up and leave after a year of not playing. These are kids, you know, especially a lot of these three stars. These are kids that are going to work hard and and do that. So. Well, I I think it's it's crucial that Nebraska uses like the these these years to really like lay that foundation and then the transfer portal to to maybe hit on some of those playmakers. I know they've kind of missed on a couple transfer portal kids, yeah. um, or JUCO kids before, but I mean, eventually you're going to hit on one, you know. So you know, using these these kids that are going to take, you know three years, you know, of, of development, you know, to really lay the foundation and get those, you know, those skill position transfer players to really make an impact. You know, I think that's where they really need to hit and they've, they've tried it and they missed in a couple, whether it was a wide receiver or running back, you know, they kind of missed on a couple of those over the last two or three years, but I don't know. Yeah. Not a bad class. I mean, for the season they had, you figure you, you only win a couple of games and you still finished with the fifth best in the, Big Ten, that's not too bad. Twentieth in nation. Yeah, twentieth in nation. Curious to see how we can recruit when we start winning games. It's over for everybody. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. They got looks like they got what five wide receivers, five in the state. So that's that's a pretty big number. What they've yeah. been doing. Missed two of the top guys from the state, but yeah, that you can't do that. I mean, that's that's tough to do. Yeah, but but yeah, but it's deceptive because but, like. Like, you never know where families are from or, like, if they want to get away from family and things like that. So, and especially with, with TV nowadays, like, you can, like, before it was easy to keep those people home because, like, you know, that's all they, they were they born and bred. And, of yeah. But now with how many games are televised every single day and how easy it is to go from, you know, state to state or travel to see a game and all that stuff, I think it's not as important to keep people home. 
or harder yeah. to keep people home in some cases. And Honestly. even more so, like like Avante well, Dickerson. Top two guys in state. Yeah, but like even Avante Dickerson, I think half of his decision was made on getting the hell out of the Midwest. Like just getting out of there, going to see something else, doing something else, just you know, getting out of there. I mean, and you go back, and I forget the kid's name, but the kid that went to Millard West, and he was a five-star, I think, offensive tackle, and he ended up going to Stanford. What was his name? Oh, uh, I don't remember his freaking name. I think he turned into a defensive lineman. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. They converted. Uh, Harrison Phillips. Yes. But, like, Which if your kid, if you're a parent and your kid has the opportunity to go to Stanford, right, versus Nebraska, I don't care how much of a Husker homer you are. If, if it was Brian and I and our dad's a Husker homer, 100%. But if we have the opportunity to go to Stanford, we're going to Stanford. I'd go to Oregon. And then I'd go beat Stanford. Okay, whatever. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you're going to have that in your ear, somebody telling you to go to Stanford. But – but I'm a grad transfer to Stanford. Is what I'm doing. Yeah. So, do you, would you say Nebraska uh, filled most of their needs, or? I still feel like there's a couple pieces that we're still missing. Yeah. yeah. Outside linebacker, we didn't fill. What do they have for scholarship? Um, two. Two scholarships left. Two scholarships left. So we'll probably use the... one on a quarterback. Yeah. And then hopefully, we can find a defensive. Probably an out. A rushing out. You can see me. You get that Oklahoma next. guy. Bradley Ross. Hiles. Hiles. I don't know. I think Sean Callahan t- uh, tweeted something out about it. Like, Husker fans should be happy about it. Uh... I mean, I to be fair. Husker fans are bitter about him from the, from the first Yeah, time. I yeah, can see that. sucks, but his stats are actually really well for how bad he looked in actual games. Yeah. I just, I mean, also, I, the... I don't think that's what you need. I think you either need, a, like, somebody that's, like like Isaac said, a good, like, edge rusher. A linebacker, or you need like even more of a playmaker on offense. Like if you could find somebody that's just an absolute baller, then you go after him. Otherwise, yeah, I don't know. I th- I think I think he would look a lot better in the Big Ten than he does in the Big Twelve. I don't know at five, four and a half, however tall he is. Honestly, the speed yeah. in the Big Twelve is just different than the Big Ten, though. Yeah, I mean you have Ohio State, but nobody else is the same. That's true. I don't know. I mean, I'm transparently. I, like, I would say true. outside linebacker and quarterback are probably the spots that we try to fill. Yeah. With. I think you definitely try to find a quarterback. Unless if they don't yeah. get a quarterback, I think that's a lot of – they're putting a lot of confidence into Logan Smothers. I've heard not great things so far about him that, you could, that he's throwing was less than Luke McCaffrey, so – Really? I mean, Logan Smothers finished like third in the Heisman in the last season on NCAA, so. Segway. It's looking good. Yeah, all right. We'll take it. Um, What about yeah, Texas? Um, everything, anything else that. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, I mean, I'm going to briefly. Nobody cares about it, so no, I'll briefly no, just we talk some, about we it. Some people that listen. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, Actually, I think we have more Texas fans that listen than Nebraska fans. <laughs> On the yeah. actual audio. To finish, I don't know. <clears throat> to finish 17th with a coaching change is pretty decent. Got one five-star kid. Um, they, got, they, they got a couple 20, uh, 2022 guys already committed to for Sark. So That's good. I mean, 21 commits. They got four uh, four scholarships left. They'll use them on um, on the transfer portal. So. Who are they looking for in the transfer portal? <sighs> he said maybe a quarterback. Probably not. But... Um, they want to, he wants to get through 
spring practice and to see what they could use it for on team needs before they. That's what Nebraska's looking forward to is after spring. So, but you know, because you never know how many injuries could come up after practices and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Finish seventeenth in you know in the country about where I thought they would be. So they, they didn't lose any ground from the Herman firing. So I guess that's good. Yeah. Yeah, might have built some momentum for next year, just because now you know who it's going to be next year. Yeah, you know, whereas Herman was kind of always on the hot seat, so people might have been hesitant to commit. And I think yeah. Sark taking over the job was like obviously not the splash hire that everybody wanted, but he's still got a household name and he brings a good reputation. And I mean, I feel like it wouldn't have been. I didn't think there was going to be a drop off with his name coming in. Yeah, I just think it wasn't the Urban Meyer that everybody wanted, but yeah. I don't think there's any drop off not, for sure. It's not a bad hire. No, I, I'm getting more and more and more excited about it. So, yeah. just like I think anybody does when the new coach changes. You know, yeah, one. especially if there's well, like with you, like you said, there's not a huge drop off in the recruiting. That's promising. So yeah, he met he met with all those recruits or zoomed them all individually to tell them, hey, this is what's going on, and yeah. Yeah, I try to keep as many, you know, as many of them as I could. But yeah, so I don't know, seventeenth in the country. Nate, you want to talk about Baylor? Not really. Not I mean, really. they finished forty fourth in the country. Um, you know, fifteen three stars, two two uh, two three stars. You know, fifteen. Man, I thought they'd finish stars, higher with all the recruits that you said and committed to Baylor over other schools. That's next year. <laughs> <laughs> next year, bro. I mean. What did they finish in the Big 12 ranks? I don't know, probably like fifth. Big 12 fifth. ranks? I'll look it up. It was just funny because. Was it fifth? Yeah, it, they were it, eighth it last now. year. So, I mean. I know, I'm, in ba- I'm in basketball mode for Baylor right now. So. Yeah. I mean, they almost finished fourth. I mean, they, I mean they're one recruit away from finishing yeah, third, well. really. So, yeah, they they were one recruit from finishing third. So Yeah. And, I mean, like, think about the schools that are ahead of them. The only one that really. D- shouldn't be is maybe West Virginia. Otherwise, you have Oklahoma, Texas, and Oklahoma State. Like, yeah. I mean, that's all comparable. They picked it up the last. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy to think where Iowa State is at eighth in the conference mm-hmm. with no five, no four stars, but 18, that is, I mean, three that's stars. That's how Indiana that, is. That's Matt Campbell. That's though, Matt like, Campbell. That's he, yeah, him coaching and developing Yeah, players. just think if you could land a couple four or five stars. Yeah, no, five oh, stars yeah, look great. But Northwestern and You, got, you still got to develop those five stars. Alabama doesn't have to. They already have good coaching. doesn't matter. Their coaches change Yeah, Oregon finished sixth. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of good uh, offensive offensive linemen, great quarterback, uh, really good wide receivers and tight ends. They landed two top ten tight ends. Um, I, I think they're going to finish around three or four, actually. Probably four in the total rankings. I think they got a one recruit that's on the outside. Um, he's going to commit in April, is my guess. Uh, that's why they're leaving one spot open, and they'll also get a transfer linebacker as well from the transfer portal from Tennessee. You heard it from Ryan first. Projections. Hot, hot news right there. Uh, so my guess is they'll, they'll probably uh, they'll probably jump, but Clemson and LSU, I think, to get to four. Who's the guy they're trying to get? Two two. JT, defensive Who? end. Oh, JT to a Molau. Yeah. He's projected. He's a five star. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, though, though, I mean, worst. Who? 
JT is his first name? Yeah, J. 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 T. T. Oh, okay. It should pop up after yeah. that. Yeah, I got you. Are you from Washington? Yeah, yeah. You can keep going. Um, so hopefully, hopefully they can land him, and then uh, he'll be in pretty good shape. But yeah, not not too bad of a a class number one player from seven different states, um, including Nebraska, uh, Nebraska, New York, Utah, Nevada, Arizona, Oregon. They'll land Washington as well. So hopefully, um, but yeah, according to the, the yeah, if they land him, he'll he'll they'll be third. Oh, they'll even pass Georgia. Yep. Yeah. So, so already the best recruiting class in history for well, it's been like that for the last three years. So, hopefully they can continue to yeah. to win there. So, pretty pretty good defensive back recruiting, especially for not having a safeties coach and. Replacing a defensive coordinator right before signing day, that's pretty pretty nice. So, um, yeah. Is there anything else we want to talk about recruiting? I know we can talk about losers. Or... <laughs> um, losers. I think what guess what Texas State probably the biggest loser. What? Yeah. I would say Indiana. They just had the best year in history. It's cool history. And then their recruiting class is fifty fourth. Yeah. What about Oregon State? Where did they finish? So Indiana finished what twelfth in the conference. Seventy eight. For who? I mean, Oregon State didn't have a bad season, and the bad part is they're like on the yeah they're in the last year of their. You said seventy eight for Oregon State. What about South Carolina? Seventy seven. One oh eight is Oregon State. Yeah. So well, South Carolina had South Carolina complete coaching change. Yeah, so I I can see you know. They're they're only seven spots ahead of Coastal Carolina. Coastal yeah, Carolina is a win. Of, yeah, you're going off of coaching change. You're going off of Coastal, Coastal Carolina's best, best season, season ever. So, yeah. I mean, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Especially. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, the thing is, South Carolina, like, Will Muschamp recruited very, very well at South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he would at least get, you know, one or two Where's five stars every year. What about Colorado at 65? Yeah, Colorado, they were higher, but they actually lost to one of my winners, Michigan. Michigan flipped a defensive lineman from Colorado who was a four-star recruit. So and that's, really what, that's what jumped Oklahoma. So they actually cracked the top ten. Yeah. Michigan. So so Mich- Michigan is one of my winners because they 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 had Michigan and USC were my winners. I would say yeah. I was just gonna say the biggest winner I would USC. say is USC. Especially when with the recruiting and with the transfers that they got. Yeah. I mean, they're sitting they at four four-star transfers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were definitely my biggest. I mean, they're at two what two eighty? Yeah. Yeah, I don't so, know if it's necessarily a win, but it's a nice. I think there was a story done about how Auburn, right after the coaching change, before this national signing day, was like seventy second in the country, and then today they went up to thirtieth. I would say Ole Miss would probably win too. Yeah, they finished eighteen or nineteen or something. Eighteen, 18 or nineteen, and 18. I think I think back before like the first signing day, they were like seventy something, and then in the like the next two weeks or three weeks they. Yeah, flew all the way Lane Kiffin knows how to close the deal. Yeah, when you yeah. can recruit people, like, yeah, we'll just let you have five or six. Now, my question right is, is how Tennessee well, stayed no. in the top 20. <laughs> Did those kids still yeah. get to keep the money? What money? That money is gone. <laughs> well, well, Did those players didn't even commit to Tennessee in the first place? No, they probably heard from someone else that they're handing out money. So they, so <laughs> yeah, they're like, what well, is that money still there? Say, hey, NCAA, they're not giving back our money. 
Those guys aren't giving back my money. So my question is, who, where did those kids commit to, and how much did they get paid from that? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if they didn't even commit there and they got a bag full of McDonald's bag full of money, like, what did it take to a briefcase? <laughs> Two socks of McDonald's. Honestly, if I was when I was getting recruited, they would have thrown in some nuggets, maybe cheeseburger. <laughs> That's all they had to do. Large fry, I would have been fine. I'll make double. So I think definitely we, a we win. We did. We met at the McDonald's over there, right up, right up by <laughs> the guest station. About a, a monster Mac. Have you guys ever heard that? Yeah. yeah. You guys follow that guy on TikTok that eats all those hidden menu items? The one from that, Arby's yeah, that weighs yeah, like four yeah. pounds. The meat mountain. The meat mountain. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's what it's called at Arby's. <laughs> The meat oh. man, yeah, the monster mac. That's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight patties. Oh, eight patties. Yeah. Yeah, that's a secret menu item. I feel like I feel like a, I feel like a dick though ordering a secret menu item. I feel so weird to say. Yeah. Something. Uh, no, we don't have. Can I have a monster mac? <laughs> dude, I want to uh, see Nick uh, try to eat the about. meat mountain, dude. <laughs> meat mountain? What's that? Dude, Google Arby's monster meat mountain. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like that's something I shouldn't be googling. That that is not good. I could, I could do that. That's easy. No, you. Yeah, that, yeah, if easy. you ate a whole freaking meat mountain, you're that's gonna like be sick. All their meats that they have. That's easy. I could do that. That looks gross. I could do it that. It doesn't look. That, good. Wendy's has one go. too. It's called. Yeah, uh, Wendy's has one. The T-Rex burger. T-Rex burger. Who are you? I watched the, t- the TikToks. Yeah, dude. I watched that guy's TikToks. It's great. Okay. Okay. This one's the most outrageous one. <laughs> yeah. It's like 14 patties or something. Okay, that's not real. That's not real. That's what it is. Yes. How much is that? Like 40 bucks? $24.99. $24.99 if you get a combo. <laughs> <laughs> you have room for fries. Hopefully people are... Uh, donating money to our podcast and we'll just try all these on there. $21.99? I would do that. Uh, the Arby's one is more. Yeah, did you see that? You have, a, you have a Wendy's hamburgers taste a lot better than like the Monster Mac. I don't care for Monster Mac. Yeah, the Monster Mac is only like $14. I love the T-Rex one, and it's on their menu. It's number, number 14. Can, can you, when you edit the podcast, can you put a picture of the T-Rex, T-Rex on there? It's freaking yeah, gigantic. Dude. It's on the menu. And they have signs now here. Combo number 99. <laughs> nine beef patties, nine cheese slices. Oh, they actually put it on the menu now? Look. I don't think door. it's on the actual oh menu. Oh, my God. Go to, go to Wendy's and try to door dash it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Keep talking about something else. Gift cards. I guess so. there's no. a big boxing match coming up. <laughs> what? Lamar Odom is going to fight Aaron Carter. <laughs> Oh my god, why? It's like one punch to be done. No, this guy says great fight. Odom has a massive height and reach advantage, but Carter has a face tattoo. A true 50 50 pickup. <laughs> Coke versus meth. Winner, PCP. <laughs> what happened to Lamar Odom? Uh, he, um, he turned into a vegetable for a brief almost, point of his life. He, he was in a brothel. Yeah. Oh man, that's not good. Well, I don't know if that's what caused him to go into a coma, but it was I, I think it was the why drugs. Did, why did he? The eight balls of coke. Oh. Drugs. But that match is going to happen. Drugs. I'm guessing those people at the brothel robbed him as well. Who are you guys picking? Aaron Carter? Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom. I don't think he's going to have seen some things. <laughs> so Aaron Carter. Aaron Carter. Are you looking at DoorDash? Yeah, he can't order it. 
I'm just on the Wendy's menu. <laughs> um, yeah, but do we want to talk about recruiting? I guess yeah, we got the big thing. Lots of bacon, jalapeno, cheeseburger, triple. That looks pretty good. We got the big thing that got announced. Mm-hmm. No, 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 we're not getting there yet. So that's our very last topic, mate. Yeah, oh man, last. we're still recruiting. No, no. Yeah. What's in I am going to I am going to finish with recruiting though. All right, go ahead. Um, what? Oh, I don't care what you think. Um, you yeah, so Alabama. Oh yeah. Finished number one of all time. This best is the best recruiting class of all time. It's wild. Um, seven five stars. Crazy, uh, crazy part is. Four. Ohio State had a great class behind them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I mean, like oh, that's state's class next year is shaping up to be really good too. I think they're going to lose that quarterback. That quarterback. Yeah, I think he's going to go back to Texas. So, Sark. So uh, this Ohio State's recruiting class right now wouldn't have cracked the top ten of of all time. Of all time. Um, it would have been, I think, it would have been the next one though. So yeah. it would have been twelve. If going on this list now, um, still crazy. Does anybody have any guess for the any of the top ten? Uh, Florida from what year? Just what year? One year. Wait, the one, the what? what? Alright, so I'll just do the top top 10 recruiting okay, classes I, I'll take of one. all time. 24-7 sports. Okay, let me guess. Alabama. What year? <laughs> Every year. Texas, 2004. No, Alabama, 2014. Okay, I'll go through the list. Florida, um, 2010. Number 10, Florida, 2007. Um, that was with... Uh, Tim Tebow. Their best... 2007? I wasn't with Tim Tebow. No. Um, their best players was James Wilson. Offensive tackle was the best player in the class. I think I heard a bunch. Uh, Cam Newton was also that class. Uh, Carlos Dunlap, uh, Aaron Hernandez, Joe Hayden, um, Marquise Pouncey. And Mike Pouncey. So their team that won them the national championship. Yes, finished number 10 of all time. Uh, 2012 Alabama was the next. Um, they have a bunch of, you know, you know all the players. Yeah. Bama. Uh, 2006 USC was eight. 2018 Ohio State. Ooh, that's crazy. Oh, I mean, all those guys are, you know, you know, Chris Olave was on that. that yeah, uh, they're all going to be juniors and seniors. Alabama, 2019, was number six. Uh, number five, Alabama, 2013. Oh, that was with uh, Derek Henry, Ruben Foster. Yeah, um, I thought it was 2014. Alvin Kamara. Um, number four, Alabama, 2014. Yeah! Jesus. So, uh, yeah, that was... Everybody, so they got what <coughs> six, five, and four. Um, Georgia number th- uh, three, 2018. Um, that was oh, yeah. Justin Fields, that so was a Justin chance. Fields recruiting class. Um, number two was uh, Alabama 2017. <laughs> Jesus, um, that was a Nahi Harris and uh, Ruggs and oh, Devontae, Jerry Judy, Dylan Moses, and then number one, Florida 2010. Was uh, the number one class until this Alabama class just destroyed it. So, um, yeah. I, yeah, I saw a tweet about that, and it was like they tweeted out, "This is the best recruiting class since the Florida 2010 class." And then someone quote tweeted and said, "I have a feeling this Alabama class will not go four and eight and lose to an FCS school." <laughs> and then some of the comments were like, "And I guarantee there will not be video of their offensive linemen blocking each other." Yeah, that's a great, great clip. Great clip. Yeah, I, I think, like, I was talking to, I think it was Tony today, and we were just talking about why, like, all those players stick around Alabama, because rarely do they transfer, you know? Well, and, all you have to do is listen to Nick Saban's pitch. Well, and 
Well, and, did you see that picture was leaked? Yeah, but why? Like, why do you stay when you get there? Like, that explains why you get there. And like, I was, I think I was talking to Tony, and I'm like, yeah, well, yeah think about it. Talking. You're a three-star quarterback, Mac Jones. You stay, you play one year, and you're gonna go drafted in the first or second round now. I trust your coaches. Yeah, I mean, like, but I mean, if you're a recruit and you see that, like, if you sit on the bench for a year or two, you just gotta say, all, all I have to do is start one year. Yeah, at Alabama and have like, a big year. And yeah, yeah. Um, so. we can finish up with recruiting. I just got a couple things. Um, yeah. Since 2005, um, five-star recruits. Um, how many does Nebraska have since 2005? According to 24-7 sports. Two. Two. Wrong. One. Marlon One. Lucky. Marlon Lucky. That was 2005. No, not, 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 not on 24-7. He was only forced. Okay. Um, yeah, Marlon Lucky, 2005 was the only He was 2005. One. That's, what, that's yeah. what I thought. I thought Baker. That's what, that's what I, I thought, too, too, was Baker was going to be one, but I guess 24-7 had it as a four. Because I'm not. I remember when he's an Under All American or a yeah. US Army. Um, Baylor. How many has Baylor had, Nate? We talked about this earlier. Katie Cannon, all two. them, right? Katie, Katie Cannon was one in 2014, and Baylor uh, had one in 2013 as well, Robbie Rhodes. Um, Who's the best recruit ever? Robbie Rhodes. Yeah, he didn't do anything. <laughs> so, since 2005, that's been two for Baylor, one for uh, uh, Nebraska. Oregon. How many has Oregon had since 2005? Zero. No, a lot. Yeah, 15. No, not a lot. Not a lot, as but a, a lot more than a, Nebraska. Probably. They probably have five. I'll add, I'll add one more because if you get that guy, yeah, that you're supposed to get that guy. Um, eleven. Eleven. I was gonna say ten. Wow. Who's your Who's your very first one? Two thousand five. Very first one in two thousand five. I don't know. If was, I, I don't know if it was their first, very first one, but this is when I started the list. Uh, two thousand five. Yeah, Jonathan Stewart. Two thousand five. That's it. And then C. Strunk. Yeah. Twenty ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, D'Anthony Thomas, 2011. Yep. Eric Armstead, 2012. Yep. Uh, Eric Armstead Thomas was Tyner, supposed to go to Nebraska. Yep. 2013. From, from Oregon. Yep. Yep. And then 2015 was Canton uh, Camute. Yeah, never never panned out. Retired. And then 2019, Thibodeau. Yeah, Thibodeau. Yep. And then uh, 2020, they had four of them. So this yeah. Four. <laughs> Jesus, and, um, one a year and then four this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just doing our favorite teams, and Texas had 24 since uh, 2005. That's it. Yeah. That's so between our teams, 24, 10, or 24, 11, two and one. Was that 30? Uh, what 34? I have been that in the last four years. 38. Um, since 2005, Alabama's had 59. Oh my god! Five stars. Their very first one was in 2006. Andre Smith. He's still playing in the NFL. Um, <laughs> yeah. So once uh, Nick Saban got there, they had won before Nick Saban since 2005. And then when he took over in 2006, or no, 2007, he took over and he's had 58 five stars. More than all of our teams combined. Almost double. Well, if Mario can stay, that'll help. That's just, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, I bet he can't come and win it. And the thing is, like, everyone, <laughs> I know Nate, Nate says, like, you know, five stars. Or, I dare you. But, like, at Alabama, they just. They don't go away. I mean, they don't yeah. fade away. They they develop them. They get them well, to the NFL. And I, I think that's why like people are always like, well, look, you know, th- this person's only a three star. And it's like, well, that's a dime a dozen. Because think about how many three stars. Mm-hmm. Like when you look at Alabama, like they're like, well, look, they didn't do anything with with that five star. Well, they had fifty of them. So of course, one of them is going to miss. You know, like the thing is, those like literally, they're all playing with five stars around them. Yeah. You know, like Mac Jones is Mac Jones is that three star. That's a He's probably the one three star we were talking about when we talked about that class. Like Alabama brought a three star that one year, and it was like their, it was only their kicker. Yeah. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Like, what do they have for three stars this year? Four. I, Four? Think, I think I saw something that uh, it was like 
national champions of the last 10 years and like their average recruiting years prior nobody was outside of 10 yeah they're all like i think the lowest was clemson last year yeah it was like, or two years ago, it was like seven point six. Yeah, I think the years of people saying, "Well, you can, you can still win it with three and four, I, those are done. There's, they're getting way too accurate on the recruits. You know what I'm saying? Because there's well, so many there's cams. There's just more or, film. More there's way more film and stuff. So yeah. So and and Alabama is just well. Why wouldn't you want to go win a national championship? I mean, at this point, I stay four years. You're guaranteed a championship. Yeah, I, maybe two. I do think they will take a huge step back. The second year. I'm not going to write them off until they actually do take a step back. I'm not going to write them off because this was supposed to be their rebuilding year. The only thing I can see is, yeah, they don't have a quarterback, but Bryce Young's probably going to be their starting quarterback, and he's yeah. probably going to be in New York at the end of the year. And I'm pretty sure he brings a lot more to the table than what the last ones have mm-hmm. brought. Like, he's a dual threat kind of guy. I think he runs and throws really well. So, I mean, but, I mean, you do have to understand, like, uh, you know, coaching changes as well. I know the Alabama's never – they have to deal with this every year, but yeah, but not eleven. Coaches. Not eleven, and you always have to. And he always seems like he finds the right one. So we'll get. I guess we'll see if he finds the right one. Bringing an NFL ex NFL head coach to this time. Yeah, when your offensive line coach was a former NFL head coach, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I thought that was just a good. Uh, that's wild. That, that's fun. Just that fifty. I mean, like fifty-nine five the, stars. What's the step back, right? No, it's not playoffs. What? Well, I mean, I knew we talked about be it being a, a rebuilding part. year, but maybe the year before that was the rebuilding year. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mac Jones got get good game time experience the back half of that, that year that they missed the playoffs. Like, they returned pretty much everything at wide receiver and running back and offensive line. Yeah, Jerry Judy was the only one, really. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know if last year was – this past national championship was supposed to be the rebuilding year. I think they, I think it, it helped them a lot by getting that Mac Jones experience when Tua went down, to be honest with you. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. It's just nuts. I don't know. I just thought it was crazy that. So this year's their rebuilding year. <laughs> I'm not going to say the rebuilding year until they have a rebuilding year. They got to win. They have to have three win season. And then the next year, I'll be like, all right, rebuilding year. I three wins. wins. There's no way Alabama no. ever has. I think under yeah, ten is a bad season. Yeah, I think the the only way Alabama has a bad year is if everybody around them gets good, like Old Miss, Mississippi State, Texas A&M. I just don't think anybody will ever be on that level. But they just got to upset. Them. You know, yeah, that's the, the thing. They just got to pull that Texas A and M upset over Alabama and that kind of thing. Like that's that's all they have to of do. Them to happen in the same year. Yeah. Well, right, but that could right. happen with an Ole Miss and Texas A and M that are continuously getting better and stuff too. So. Yeah. Ole Miss will be good this year. They had Mike Evans, Johnny Menzel. Yeah. And a couple other guys on the team. They Mile, or, yeah, yeah, they have the seventh best year. recruiting class this year. Maybe it won't happen yeah. this next year, but it could be. I don't think Jimbo Fisher's a crook. I don't see Jimbo can, re- can recruit pretty good, but I don't think I don't see them coach. losing until Saban's I don't see them losing more than two games. Bama? Ever. Yeah. What's Bama's schedule look like next year? SEC and then Miami, the non-conference. That's pretty tough. Breaking in a new quarterback, new running back, new wide receiver. Like I said, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ever bet against Alabama. I'm telling you, they're gonna take a step back after the Miami game. Yeah, I can't wait. That that first game of the year is always like, oh, they have to play USC. They're gonna. They do every year. They go to a neutral. They go to a neutral site every year. Just demolish Michigan. Yeah, yeah. It was like USC. They do it all the time. It's yeah. just it's just Alabama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 
But you have to, I mean, this is something that you have to kind of enjoy. You don't see this all the time. You're not going to see Oklahoma State one year? Who? First game of the season? Oklahoma State? That's Florida State. Yeah, Florida State. That's when Jameis Winston had that weird touchdown. But people can hate on Alabama all you want, but I I just say enjoy it. Enjoy Dynasty. Yeah. The cool part is we watched some of the best ones ever in our lifetime between the, the Patriots. You had the Patriots, Alabama. you had Alabama, you had USC's oh, little run where everybody thought they were yeah. three feet for the first time. Um, who, who else? I mean, UConn women. <laughs> yeah, UConn women. I mean, we got to watch, watch, watch a lot of yeah, cool. actual dynasties. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Well, what else are we going to talk about? You, wanna talk about oh, you don't want to talk about Nebraska or anything like no. losing Luke McCaffrey or anything like that, Tony or Isaac? Don't matter to me. We could talk about it. Isaac, what's your quick thought on Luke McCaffrey leaving? I just need to know what was said behind the doors. Like, if they wanted him to move and he left because of that, okay, I don't understand why he would leave because of that. But if they wanted him to stay at quarterback and he left because he wanted to switch positions, then that would make me think. Why would Frost tell him, though, that like, he sees a future at quarterback and, like, he can absolutely play that position? I know don't know. So I think it's just wherever he ends up, what position he picks will tell play, you. Will tell me yep. how the meeting went, and then I'll be able to decide on that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's just crazy. I, I well, I guess we kind of been saying it all yeah. year. So I'm not as surprised as I am just disappointed that he left. Like, and that's just disappointed. Like, if he would have stuck it out, like even if he would have had to switch positions or something like that. I think he could have been successful because he's a hell of an athlete. Um, but I think he'd be really, really good slot wide receiver. Yeah, absolutely. And, and he he could just replace Wandel. Like if he's a, right a slot there. receiver and he could turn <clears throat> punts and kicks. I that's what awesome. I'm saying. But and, but I wasn't surprised he left if that's yeah, what his thing is, where he wants to play. Spend one offseason with his dad. He's going to be fine. Yeah. No, I, I would guess an athlete like that, your hands aren't going to be that bad. Yeah. yeah. And he played wide receiver in high school. Yeah. Before he became more than a receiver. Can I say hi? You can say hi. Hi, Willow. Hi, Willow. I'll click down on that. I don't know All if right, you want to any more, Tony. Um, no, I, I got nothing else on that. Um, Do you think again, there's a cultural issue at Nebraska? I don't think it's a culture. I think, I think again, like we kind of talked about with this class, like we were going, like we, you know, we tried to go after kids that are going to make that big impact and, these kids, especially how easy they make it to transfer now with the transfer portal at a school like Nebraska, where it's not an Alabama, where we're not going to say, oh, if you just ride the bench and we're going to go win a conference championship or uh, whatchamacallit, like, I think it's hard to keep kids, especially yeah. if you got people in their ears like Wandale's dad and, you know, huh? Kids, kids aren't going to want to sit on the bench for a three-win team. Right. They would much rather go sit on the bench at Alabama and win a national championship, or they would rather drop down to a lower division and get a starting position. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who's sitting there waiting. Texas State. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Quarterback from Texas State next year. Book it. <laughs> I, I don't think there's a culture issue because you saw all those defensive players come back. You know, like right. they had the opportunity to leave. And if there's a culture issue, they probably wouldn't have came back. Um, I hopefully you think that somebody just had an honest conversation with with McCaffrey. It was like, hey, we want you to move here, but we understand if you want to go play quarterback somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? The only weird thing about that though is, why did 
you know, across yeah. like a couple of days before he transferred, talked to the media and said he could play quarterback for us. And they wanted him to play quarterback. And we want him to play quarterback. I, I, I have a feeling they didn't tell him they don't they want him to move positions. So I mean, I mean it sucks. I mean, when, I mean, it's hard to see when you tell the media one thing. He, two days later, he transfers. I don't know. Yeah. I I have both sides of the whole cultural thing. Like with the whole defense coming back. Yeah, that's great. I mean, where are they going to go? They either go to the draft, get undrafted, or they come back. I mean, they had a guaranteed spot at Nebraska. They're not going to transfer, go somewhere else, drop down a division, don't have the tape. But that's the same thing we're arguing with these offensive players, though. Yeah, I mean, the offensive players had more years to play. These defensive players had one year. Were they going to transfer to a Division II school, or would they stay at a Division I school to start and then put tape on for the NFL? I think all those players had tapes, those defensive players. Cam, Even Cam and his junior had enough tape. Yeah. Okay. I, None of the defensive players had tape like Cam in there after one year. Yeah. Cam's got solid tape. Cam's my favorite player, dude. I, mean, I, I think there's something more to it than, than we all know or see or whatever. Again, but, you oh, got to you got about Cam Taylor Britt. Okay. Yeah, I'm talking about Cam Taylor Britt. I I freaking <laughs> I thought you were talking about Cam Newton after Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about Cam Taylor Britt. <laughs> So okay. just to put in perspective, though, Oregon had like eleven players enter the transfer portal. So yeah, and they don't have a, they don't have a culture issue. Well, I think that it's just, just talent on it's talent. The, it's so. the the players that are transferring. So we had a captain leave, we had our best receiver leave, and then we had the best athlete leave on the team. Did Oregon have a captain or their best athlete or their second string quarterback? No, they all opted out last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they, they decided not to play I, to I, begin I, with. They just, because they're going to get paid. <laughs> so. uh, they, I guess he, if Frost has an hour, you're like, they, then, I mean, Frost is a good feeling. He's going to be feeling pressure to either change up his staff, which I'm surprised he didn't do it this year, or figure something out. Yeah, but like but like Tony said, literally he's only played with like two years. Two of his, his classes. Years. His so if you redshirted any of them, you've only played with one year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like realistically, right? But they shouldn't be as bad as they are. Yeah, I don't disagree there. The only thing is, if if we could redo the way Frost came in, I would say he would not burn as many bridges as he did coming in. Think of all the talent that left when he came in. So like Gebbia, he would have been a nice backup to have when Adrian got hurt yeah. a lot. Lindsay. Lindsay. Obviously, he's not doing that great at Oregon State. Avery Roberts is all Pac-12 linebacker. Um, there's just other players that, if, and then like coming in to saying, "Oh, these Riley players suck," all this and stuff like that. I mean, I felt like he burned a lot of bridges, and players were like, "Why would I want to play for this guy?" Is that a quote? Um, pretty close, close to it. <laughs> pretty close. He did. He was just he talking did. about how out of shape they were. They had no fundamentals, yeah. like. He was roasting them. And then three years in. Same thing. Nothing. What, what do we have to show for it? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things that I bet I bet he feels like he would take back, but it also could be Scott Frost. He's an Airbnb guy. So, I mean. Yeah, it reminds me of Tom Herman. They're very similar. Yeah, we've, we've, we, we said that like the, all the last podcast. Yeah. So, so, what would happen if, <laughs> if, if they get rid of, they get rid of uh, Lubbock, 
Lubick, Lubick, whatever. If they get rid of him and brought in Tom Herman as their host, I'd take it. <laughs> what, what do you think would happen? What do you think would happen in that that room? Okay, it would be a pissing contest. <laughs> it would be. But, Tom Herman can call plays, but that'd be a terrible scenario for. No, yeah. Both parts. <laughs> that would not work out. And, and Tom Herman, I don't think is a good friend of Scott Frost, so we wouldn't hire him. Did, did you see who the who was in the running for the uh, head coach for Montana or Montana State? Mike Riley. Mike Riley. <laughs> Good for him though. It's, he's getting jobs it's still. Mike Riley. There's another former head coach. Who is it? Who's the uh, other? One? I didn't see what the other one is. All I see is Lubick and Mike Riley. Yeah, there's there's one more. It's actually a good name. Uh, so let's move on then. Uh, we're done with college football for now. Um, let's talk about Lubick was one of them. Yeah. Who? Matt Lubick was. Uh, he said instead yeah, of pursuing we, yeah, Montana State job. Yeah. We said Lubbock and Mike Riley, and we don't know who the other one was. It was a, it was a decent. I'll find out. I'll find out. I'm going to look it up. Oh, Jeff Fisher is the other one. Jeff Fisher. Oh, the quarterback killer. Wow. Okay, Nick. Jeff Fisher. I think Mike what? Riley might get that job. He's the quarterback killer. Yeah. Jeff Fisher is. Or Why? Luke McCaffrey's Jeff Fisher. Um, let's talk about the big topic because we'll probably spend a little bit of time on this. If the Chiefs um, win, Chargers basically won the Super Bowl. So, so uh, yeah, uh, NCAA is back. Exciting news. College football video game. Um, so, yeah, it looks like I'm getting a PS5 now. Yeah, dude. It's not coming out for two to three years. That's not even accurate. Year. Yeah, that's not accurate. It just depends. Yeah. Like, literally. Oh, yeah. That's what I what? thought. What I, that's what I thought. I, what I, I, think it's coming out. I don't think it's coming out this summer. I think it's coming out next summer. Yeah. I mean, I, they'll yeah. just it steal. Like, it looks like a lot of the legwork's already kind of. You know what? They can done. take however, they long, however long they want, as long as it's better than that. There's Madden a reason why they've, like, announced fine. it. Yeah. This early. It's coming oh, out. Oh, build up for. But it's going to be coming out. No, early. they're going to put it out. Yeah. I. Dude, that's Something. like striking freaking gold. So that, it'll come out a year from like now because normally when that it's game, released in like March and then Madden gets released in like June, doesn't it? Something like no, that. It's, no, no, it's uh, June it's and August. Summer. Yeah, June and August. Um, is it, August is Madden. Yeah. So I remember we'd go get it after football practice. So you know what I hope so it'll be like June then. You know what I hope they do this time is bring back the spring games. And the spring games was fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of interested. I'm kind of ready for this. I just though. want Dynasty mode. I want online I Dynasty mode. Online Dynasty. Oh, that's that's it. Yeah, that's all they got to bring back. I hope they do, like, old teams. You know how, like, they did in 2K yeah. where they're, like, the best teams through all the years? I hope they do Because then you can play Nebraska as a good team. Or you could play, like, all the teams that they missed, you know? That's what I was thinking. Of. But, yeah, go to Nebraska. <laughs> they did that one year, I thought, didn't they? They did, yeah. Yeah. So, who, what do you think that cover would be? Wait, wait. It depends. If it comes out... What do you mean? Like in 2022, 2022 version? So you're predicting basically the Heisman Trophy winner for next year? I think they should do yeah. a cover right. of all the past best so players too. of the years. And just make all of them on it. I think I think that would be unfair to next year's Heisman Trophy winner. Put, Put them on, on it. And then after that, start fresh. RG3, Mar- Marcus would be on there, so I'm cool. Who? I Like Mariota could be on it. Yeah. I would... I honestly, they could put the people that developed the game on the front cover. Like, <laughs> I, I literally all I have to say is EA Sports and on the cover, and I'm buying that shit. It is. Like, or you know, what? maybe they put Nick Saban on it. They might put like they might put Nick Saban on it. Yeah. 
Yeah, they should put a coach on their statement. Just because, why not? If he wins next year. Well, it's it's, it's always got to be somebody that's either done or, hopefully or in the NFL or whatever. But it won't matter. Can I get Kessler? Well, it's got to be it. Well, it's got to be past person. No, it doesn't. It can be a coach. Coaches can get paid. Yeah. Right. Right. So, but the player like this is going to be out by then. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not going to matter. You can put a player on it if if you can get paid at that time. It's going to be passed. Like it will get paid. Nil has already been passed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be if it comes out. That's probably another. I mean, I know that's. They're not doing like they're doing like a generic like number three is the guy's name. Yeah, but someone's already making the rosters. They're, they're done. They're already done now. Yeah. <laughs> They've been done. You, Nate played it the other day. It's done. Actually, I bet those are done. <laughs> I bet right now they're on 24-7 just doing the recruits, they're and they're done. Waiting. They're done. They, they've been, waiting to import apparently, that. EA's been working on it for quite some time. Yeah, I, I think it comes out next summer. Yeah. If it comes out this summer, I'd be summer, blown the F away summer. next summer. How much do you think they're going to sell it for? I... Oh, care. it's going to be a $60 game. How much, how much do you think, or what's the most you would spend on it? $200. The most I would spend? Okay, so, I'm sorry, I guess, what's the... I mean, it's going to be almost $1,000 because I'm going to have to buy a would PS5. You, would you give up all your Doge stock for that? I would give up all my Doge stock. <laughs> yes, yes. Honestly, it's not a stock. I might buy EA right now, EA Sports, if it was a stock. It, I think it might be the best-selling game of all time. I think so. It is. No, I mean like this single release. Single release. Yeah. They can't run out of copies, can they? What? What we? Do? No, because no, of digital. You can do digital. Yeah. I'm doing digital. Are you guys doing the digital PS? Oh no no no! I gotta have a hard copy of this game because you yeah. never know if it's they, gonna go, come exact, out. That's why I told Tony. I will wait in line for it. Yep. We will put up tents at Circuit City. All right, so I'm taking a day off. We're all going to go to fucking Circus City. What do you mean? There's two different kinds. There's a digital PS5 where it's no discs. Yeah. Just digital. Or there's one that's what Tony was talking about, I think. No, no, no. I was talking about how you can have digital downloads, not the digital PS5. So that's going to do it for us here today. Thank you so much for stopping by, checking out our show. We appreciate it. Don't forget to smash that like button. Hit that follow button. Check our anchor link out in our Facebook profile. Check us out on other social media platforms as well as Instagram and Twitter. Um, We appreciate you guys. Love you lots. Peace.